Hello, and welcome to Openly Gamer Theater's Tower of the Ape. A Savage Worlds Deluxe roleplay drama from the producers of Gamer's Table. Be warned, this production may contain some explicit material that may not be suitable for all audiences. This is Dan. I'm going to be playing Matadai. This is Shannon, and I'm playing Lovaisa. Hi, this is Dave, and I'm playing Ronyos. Hello, my name is Jason. I'm playing Odored Soractus. And I'm Sean. I'm playing Mofir. Urban predators stalked the shade-blanketed alleys and courts of the City of Thieves, especially the area called the Mall. Here, the daylight was only marginally better than the night. Narrow lanes crisscrossed between tightly packed buildings where walkers avoided waste from butcher shops and tanners that ran in viscous rivulets between the flags. From a plainly marked warehouse, a dark-skinned man stepped from the shadowed entryway and into the heat of midday. Although the cracked road was shaded, cloying stagnant heat brought beads of sweat to the black-haired man's brow. 
fingering a branded glyph on his cheek. He ignored the heat and turned to make his way out of the mall when a man hurried out of the darkened building and approached him. Matted Eye's eyes narrowed as the man neared. The man called Sava scuttled before him, his face a mask of docile reverence as he bowed low. Honored courier, he spoke flawless Hyrcanian, though it was plain that the slave was of Western Hyborian stock. Might I have a word with you? Madadai gave pause. It was unusual for a slave to be so forward with any free man, much less one belonging to such a highly esteemed fraternal society. Madadai was bonded, a specially trained envoy, noted for discretion and honor. The falcon sigil burned into his cheek was his badge, a mark announcing his membership to the highest of bonded orders, the Shaheen Balouche. Yes. A thousand apologies, honored courier. I bow. Ah, no, I wouldn't bow. I would nod my head. I was hoping that, uh, since your previous mission for my employer is complete, I was hoping that you could help me. You? I know it is asking much, but there is a girl that I want you to help. I was sold to my master six months ago. When we traveled from Berthunia to here, I was in a slave caravan. There was a slave amongst the caravan who saved my life one day. This man, I swore I would serve him in any way that I could. That's very honorable of you. This man was an old Aesir named Imeld. And, Aesir? Yes, and to you, I mean, the Aesir are almost mythical. There's, no one's ever seen them. Right. The first, your first, you know, maybe the first instinct with maybe this old slave is crazy. Well, or, or how would a slaver come upon an Aesir? Exactly. The old Aesir saved my life by taking the beating that was going to be given to me by one of the slaver's headmen. What brings me to this girl is that she is the daughter of the man who saved my life. Ah. A week ago, this girl presented herself to my master, and Hassar had no use for her and told her to leave. I recognized her stock. I was tasked to get rid of this girl who called herself Lofaisa. My master used one of his contacts and essentially sold her without her knowledge to this man. So she's been sold, unbeknownst to her? The man she's working for is utilizing some of her unique skills to make money. And as long as she's making money, uh, she remains in a gilded bond, if you know what I mean. Fair enough. Find the man who owns her contract. His name is Silar. Have I heard of this man, Silar? Hmm. I, I will lead you to where he is. I must not show my face or he will know that something is going on. If you could use this money, and he hands you a, a pouch full of coins. If you would use this money to so buy... He just needs a proxy to buy this girl's freedom. Right, he's... Basically. Exactly. He's, he's using you because he knows that if he pr- approaches... Number one, he's a slave. He's not supposed to have money. Mm-hmm. Number two, this guy knows him and would know that would think that this guy's trying to buy buy her back. What's the what's right. going on? If you use if he has you a bonded courier known for their honesty, sure. chances are it's on the level. Okay, so I'll I'll look at him and I'll kind of give him a sideways smirk. So think that's a lot of money for a slave. He bows his head, but I, I hold my hand up and I'll be like, "But that is your story. I'm not concerned. I thank you. I will help you in this." I thank you. When you have the opportunity, please tell her that Sava's debt has been paid and that I am sorry for what has happened to her family. I will do this, but one day you will have your freedom. He nods. 
That is my wish also, but not today. When you do, you will seek me out, and we will square your debt. Very well. Follow me. On the way there, he explains that the slaver that brought them here apparently had obtained three Aesir, okay. and all three accompanied this caravan to Shadazar. The intent was to be sold to Turanian nobles as exotic slaves. Okay. The man who beat Emeld was a Bassonian headman okay. for this Milos. And he, he explains that this, this Bassonian was a real, just ruthless bastard. And but was, he wouldn't have the name Milos, did he? Oh, he tells him. The, na- the, the slaver's name was Milos. And that uh, the headsman, the headsman that, uh, that did all the beating was named Dardo. This just ties in there. As, we're, as he's taking me mm-hmm. to, uh, to meet these people, asks, what particular skills does she employ that they seem so eager to use? He stands before the door and he says, once you enter, you will see. And what what he leads you to is a underground drinking den. So just like a a basement bar. Okay. I thank you. And he takes a couple steps backwards and then turns. Before he turns to say, you have my word, this will be done. Thank you, my lord. Thank you. And he turns and he scuttles away. Like weigh the bag in my hand. Like it's it's a, it's a, yeah it's a it's significant a yeah, it's a significant sum. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that he you have you have the the brand of the bonded on you, uh, he probably wouldn't have even trusted you with his money. But that's sure. the way it is. The smell of blood, sweat, and vomit hits you like a solid barrier as you cross the threshold of the underground drinking den. A narrow flight of uneven stairs leads down to the tap room where hairy faced reprobates bark and cackle like hyenas. I suspect she was not bought to be a dancer. Dominating the center of the room lies the focus of their fervor. Ringed in low stones is a crudely dug pit, 20 feet on a side and half as deep. The flashing of steel within ignites crimson lust from the crowd, whose howls and murmurs take on a primal intensity. The two combatants circle each other, slowly probing for any openings in their opponent's guard. Blood from lacerations of the two gladiators drip in steady streams into the packed dirt floor. One of them is a man, a small-statured, dark-eyed Zamorian, carrying a long, pointed poniard in one hand and gripping the side of his belly with the other. His challenger is a woman, a white, gold-haired Northron, wielding the haft of a broad-bladed war axe with a gore-soaked backspike. From the look of things, the woman has killed her foe, though he hasn't come to that truth yet. Closer scrutiny shows that the spike of her axe was used with deadly accuracy, puncturing the Zamorian just below the ribs the dark blood oozing from between his fingers, evidence of a pierced liver. Foam flecking his beard, the dark-haired man gurgles a guttural growl as he goes in low with his poniard. Had his brain not been addled from the loss of blood, perhaps he would have recognized that she was luring him in. His eyes dilate in realization when his weapon strikes nothing, and he looks upward at the axe's blade as it splits his skull like a ripe melon. The gathered rascals erupt in roars of bloodlust as Levaisa plants a booted foot on the Zamorian's chest and wrenches her axe from her opponent's corpse. It's enough to pique my interest. Woman gladiator. Woman gladiator. She's covered in blood. Trying to think of what value that is. She's alien in appearance because, I mean, no one, like I said, no one's ever seen an Azir before. The, there's rumors that the Azir are giants of the snow and then you see this and i am rather tall and well well defined but truthfully her her value is as much in uh she's in a freak show yes as much as anything absolutely as being a gladiator yeah okay i mean you've seen you've seen blood sport before i mean it's nothing new right 
but women, seldom women. Seldom women not mm. fighting other women. Right. Or animals. This guy was a trained gladiator. He wasn't just some slave they threw in to get butchered. So this was a trained gladiator, and he, he got taken apart pretty handily. One end of the pit, a man is kneeling, and he kicks a rope ladder down for the woman to climb up. And then as, as she starts to climb up, he's turning and he's accepting money from the various people he made bets with. I'm thinking to myself, she would make a fine number two okay. counterpart, uh, my own bodyguard. When she gets to the top, he hugs her warmly, as if you know they were in friendship. In friendship, yeah, it's it's an honest, even to the point of giving her a portion of the money, which is right. I mean, is rare. It's rare. A, well, um, it's rare gladiator. for a slave, but for a paid gladiator, it's not so rare. And it's also not that much money, though. No, it's me. it's like a ten percent cut. It's not much, yeah. but for you. This, I, I think it's great. Well, yeah, you have no concept of, of what's going on. You're just like, okay, you want me to go down there and kill this guy. Okay. At first, you know, when you first started this, it was like, no, I, I don't have any reason. To, I have no quarrel with this man. And then they attack you, and then you, of course, would respond. Yeah. But as it's gone on, however you know, long, this has only been like a couple of weeks. You but know, I realize that it's a way to make money. It's a way to make money. It's a, And, and this, this man, this Silar, is... Very good to you. He's giving you soft clothes to wear. He's giving you a nice room to stay in. Because if I remember what I was just told correctly, she doesn't necessarily know she's a slave. Exactly. Yeah. You think this guy is your partner. Yeah. That's the way he's built it. That was the question I was going to ask. So what's the agreement I came in on? And it's just, he's helping. I think he's helping me. Right. When really he's, he's just taking using advantage. me. Yeah. He's taking advantage of someone who doesn't know what's going on. Right. Is there any uh, clean water? To be had in this day. Uh, cleanish. Cleanish. Yeah. Good enough. I mean, there's bottles of, of liquid. Right. Uh, I mean, there there wouldn't be a whole lot of uh, water. Are you talking like drinking water? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. Clean drinking water. It can be. It, well, yeah, it could be arranged from the from the well. I, I would have to because I believe she looks like she could use a drink. You look thirsty. All right. Yes. So anyway, as you approach with the, with two. the two waters, Silar is, uh, uh, he's pulled a, a bench over so you could sit down and he's talking to you about your fight and he says you know that the killing blow was great making him bleed out slowly builds the tension and it makes people want to bet more i made more money after you did that blow than before the fight and he's like that's that he says your your sense of of the dramatic is building and it's good because we could get out of these rat dens and we could go to noble houses and, and fight champions and and things like that and that's where the real money is Fame, fortune. I'm glad I could help you, friend. So I, I'll, I'll approach the two as the, I kind of they're wrapping up this conversation, and uh, I'll look, I'll look at her, and I'll, I'll smile, and I'll look back at him, and I'll offer Bovaisa this cup of cup of clean water. Thank you. And I think you have earned it. And I'll take a clean rag out of out of my packet. I just kind of look him, arm. look him up and down. Yeah. And then and I'll, uh, grab the rag too. I'll bend down and I'll whisper in what, what was the gentleman's name? Uh, his name's uh, Silar. I'll uh, I'll look at Silar and kind of I'll wait for him to kind of recognize who or what I am. It didn't take very long. This guy um, he's he's a Shemite. Shemite. Uh, okay. So he's kind of he's dark complected, right? Blue black pointed beard. Okay. Older, no, older guy, um, younger guy. He's more like middle age, maybe thirty okay. ish. I'll bend down, I'll take a sip of my drink, and I'll bend down and I'll whisper in his ear opposite Lovaisa and say, what do you think she'll do to you 
when she finds out she's a slave. And you, I'll you see his, back up and I'll... Right. So, Lovay, said this guy, this guy comes, gives you water, gives you a rag to clean up with, and then says something to Sylar that obviously disturbs him because he freezes and you see his eyes get wide in obvious terror. Okay. I just kind of grab my axe and get ready for okay. if, I, if I need to battle. I'll, I'll hold up my hand and... I'll smile and I'll look at him to like nod to say everything's okay. Like we're all fine here. He, he stammers and then he says, "What is it you want, bonded?" Well, I have need of a companion, and I believe she would do very well. He licks his lips, fingers his beard. He says, "Well, uh, I, I am her manager." Manager. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. Now I'll, uh, I'll look over at her and I'll look back at him. How much? For her managerial rights. He squints and says, I don't think that her rights are for sale, my good friend. But perhaps I could, uh, you could hire her out. Perhaps I could have a conversation with her alone. I don't think that would be a very good idea. I don't think it would. So name your price. My dear, we, uh, we have a good thing here. This man, he wants to take you away from me. What does he want me to do? Accompany me. Keep me safe. From what? Anyone who would do me harm. To where? Ah, that is the real question. Uh, I do. I do. I have a next destination. Uh, not at this point, but you, it's it doesn't take long to get. Right. You know, once a once if, a, if I don't stick around, I would just go someplace on my own because I'm used to traveling. Right. You know, and, I, I wouldn't stick around here long. Right. Silar, would he know that I'm trying to find my brothers? It depends. Did you have, I mean, you're pretty honest about those kind of things. So, yeah. and, and he said, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll do all this traveling, and we'll I'll, I've got all these contacts, and okay, all this stuff." So, if he already knows, well, I have a mission of my own. Do you now? Wouldn't be to find your family, would it? How do you know of this? Then I look back at him. Yeah, uh, Silar immediately stiffens, and he says, "Who are you? Who sent you? I, <laughs> who I am, doesn't really matter to you, does it?" Actually, I'm just going to. I'll, I'm going to try to adhere with like bravado, and I'll, I'll take the bag and I'll, I'll throw it down in his lap. Okay. I believe you'll find that that is a fair price for the girl and your life. All right. He, you see him sweating, and uh, now all the wolves in this den are looking at him with a full pouch of, of whatever it is. I'm not a slave. Really? You can't buy me. I'm not. I'm my own person. I think you should uh, ask Mr. Sylar here about your status as a slave. Sylar licks his dry lips. I have no claim over her. Do you now? She is yours, if you wish it. All I ask is that you escort me out of this place. Azir, I wouldn't stay here much longer if I were you. But I can't help you find your family. I harbor no slaves, only partners. I will join you then. You see that uh, Sylar... As as you're having this exchange and he's gathering up his things, you see that he watches Lobaisa with obvious longing. Longing. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. I'm going to punch him in the face. And then we'll <laughs> escort him out. <laughs> okay, you drag him out. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to knock him out and then... Leave him in the gutter. Yeah. She's okay. got moxie.
Thank you for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Tower of the Ape. Please check for further episodes on our website, gamerstable.com. Any use of this production for commercial purposes is prohibited. Written credit for music and other properties used in this production can be found on this episode's dedicated webpage. Conan is the property of Conan Properties International, who have graciously allowed us to make this production. Savage Worlds Deluxe is the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Openly Gamer Theater and Gamer's Table are trademark properties of Side Tangent Productions. <laughs>